right, guys. Hey, welcome to uh, Scrubland Podcast. This is episode number seventy-two. Uh, we are at we're on location at the bar. The Mars Bar. At the Mars Bar. Uh, it's a Sunday night. It is not as chocolatey as the name would entail. Oh man. Oh, I didn't even. I didn't. Oh wow. They're missing out on. I never. I, we've been coming here for years. I've never thought about that. Actually, I never understood. <laughs> like, leave it to the fat kids. <laughs> We're eating half price quesadillas, talking about magic cards after a double GPT. Uh, jo- this is D Sale joining me this week. I've got uh, Chris Casby, as always. Drinking a what are you drinking? A hard cider. I'm drinking a Crispin Natural Hard Apple Cider from uh, Brisbane. No, is that Australia? I don't know what this says. From somewhere, it's in a can. Some, it's got the Australian what's that cider. say? Does that no, say from Brisbane? Crispin. That's a regular English cider. What's that say? It's got the Union Jack on it. Oh, but that might still be English British British or Australian, right? No, what's it say across the Union Jack? Brownie Lane. Brownie Lane. Brownie Lane. Okay, so it's definitely from the UK. Browns Lane. They don't have. Well, they don't have any lanes in Australia, so. Fact. Obviously from the it's UK. Not a fact. You made that up. <laughs> I mean, think about any lane that you've ever heard of. Penny Lane. Thank you. There we go. Uh, Mel- Melbourne Lane. <laughs> That's probably in Australia. Uh, Charles League also joining us. Hi, Charles League. How you doing? In- infamous Charles League super fan. Uh, I am the super fan. <laughs> the original super, super fan. Super the original, fan. maybe only super fan at this uh, That's absolutely not true. There's some creepy dudes on the internet. We get emails like that. Are they super? <laughs> they don't have tapes. I mean, it, like. I don't know how many emails you need to send in to the podcast to become a super fan. How many drafts have they invited you guys to? True story. Held in our honor. Held in your honor. Which, honestly, we've been I, invited. I didn't even, we just, I didn't uh, even they're know. Not, they're, they're, they don't call them Scrubland. Uh, the first time the drafting with uh, what's the abbreviation? Uh, CLPDWS. The CLPDWS one. I didn't know about it until like two weeks after you guys have been doing qualifiers. And they're like, hey, we need to promote this on the cast. I'm like, oh, all right, what is it? They're like, oh, it's a tournament where they draft with you and then you get blackout drunk. I'm like, okay, I'm into that. Like, like, <laughs> I knew it would be right up your alley. Yeah, like, I'm into that. All right, you guys, you guys got it. <laughs> um, also joining us, John Davis. He's stuffing his face with the steak his knee. He might have something to say, he might not. But nah. he's just shaking his head <laughs> in his giant beard. So, so uh, what happened this weekend? We played uh, some Magic Double cards. Grand Prix trial today at the Time Capsule and the Silver Well, Unicorn. let's talk about real news first. Oh, I mean, we haven't cast in a while. First of all, I need to say right up front, I listened to the GP Charleston cast. I feel like we misrepresented the format a little bit. No, because at that we, time, like, that's what it we was. harped on the fact that Thrag Tusk was killing the format but really, really about bad. The deck that won the tournament. Yeah, and then like <laughs> we did. Since then, you barely mentioned. You guys were like, "Yeah, that deck won," but there was a lot of Thrag Tusk. There was so much Thrag Tusk. Everybody drew, and then yeah, uh, guys, I'm sorry about that. Like, because we were drawing. <laughs> I mean, like, I guess we were all in the Thrag Tusk. We were in the Thragtusk draw bracket where we just kept yeah. playing it over and over and over. Um, I mean, Thragtusk will make you draw. That's like Eric Brown today, who was on the last podcast, uh, and I didn't give him credit in the in the notes or anything. I feel kind of bad about that. He gave himself credit. <laughs> he gave himself credit. Um, he's off watching the Dolphins lose right now, so 
Yeah, I caught it. It's like, we're going. He's like, yeah, it's a little late. <laughs> my team's about to get curved. I think I, I need go, to have a beer I gotta, 12 in there. In I got to go yell at my roommates and then the Dolphins, so I'm pretty busy tonight. Poor Chalua. Uh, <laughs> Poor Chalua. Get, yeah, getting okay. it both right. Our own personal dramas aside. <laughs> um, he played another deck today that was the Bant Control deck that Reed Duke played, and... He just said, I'm never playing this deck again. I hate this deck. Why did I play this deck? Poor deck choice for the room, by the way. Uh, so there was one guy in the whole room that had Grave Crawlers and Geralt Song, Geralt's Messengers, in the whole room. Yeah, he won that. Yeah, I mean, he won. <laughs> like, it turns out that that deck's pretty good. Apparently, real decks win. False. Um, so what did you play, Disa? Uh, I played uh, Green White Dumpster. <laughs> Uh, I I came to the tournament. First of all, I called Casby the night before. I'm like, hey, man, I don't have a deck. Can you get me a deck? He's like, oh, yeah, I got your back. I'm going to talk to this guy. I'll get you a deck. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> this guy will so, not. So I get there. First of all, I get, I'm get. i like, okay, I'll get there like 20 minutes early, see the deck, know what it does, maybe play a game or two. Casby's nowhere to be found. I'm like, okay, <laughs> great. Uh, what do I have in my bag? And it's just... This like I've got a bloodline keeper. It's this menagerie of like black, white, green stuff. Because apparently I was making a token deck at some point, and it just looked terrible. It had like fifty cards laid out on the table, but they were all the most marginal cards possible. They were all really good cards. They were all really good limited cards. Like I had a champion of Lambhole and an elder of laurels, and uh, I had this uh, Azorius guy that is a human. He's a two-one. That detains them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I was really in it. Like my deck was destined for greatness. <laughs> and then Casby came and he, he told he told me about this card called uh, Silver Bladed Paladin. And uh, I never played that guy before, but he's pretty good. He's awesome. Like I was I was impressed. <laughs> Gotta say I was pretty impressed. So it was just green white. The most ag- it was the most aggressive green white deck you could play. It had champions and gathering. It was Tonto not the most aggressive. It was the most aggressive we could put together in ten seconds. Uh, it had a Johnny the Pride Caller mm-hmm. in it, and yeah, I thought good. that card was going to be really, really good. I thought it was like the second coming of Elspeth. It's Lee or the it's third coming of Elspeth, and then it was not nearly as because I was like, man, I give it like flying and double strike, and then I realized, oh, all the things in my deck are one ones. <laughs> oh man, like this is not nearly as good as I thought it also i didn't have rancors in the first deck uh we didn't find them in the box in time i guess also in the first tournament i played uh 63 cards uh 42 spells and 21 lands because that's that's the next 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 level uh and then i went ahead and got a game loss anyway for misreading my deck so yeah uh we're not going to talk about the tournament that happened at noon but at the tournament that happened uh, in the second part of the day. No, we have to talk about that one, because that's the one I did well in. Oh, okay. Well, Casby didn't play in the second one, so... Yeah. Take it away, Casby. Yeah. Oh, I was just... <laughs> well, yeah. My deck's so fun. Oh, shit, I wasn't ready. All right, so, like... All right. So, I was on... I've been on Red, White, Blue Control for, like, the last few months, basically. Yeah. And I was like... After, after uh, Charleston, I was like, oh, man, it can't be the Thrag Tusk. I don't know what I'm going to do. It can't be the Thrag Tusk. Like... He's blinking a bunch of thrag tusks. And he was really in the in the dumps, guys. And I, like, I couldn't talk to him. I, I couldn't even convince him to go to Baltimore. So I figured out how to beat thrag tusks. I just play. Um, I, I mucked up my mana a little bit. I added a uh, chromatic lantern. Well, no, no, no. That fixed my. <laughs> that's what fixed my mana. I, okay. I, uh, I so you messed your mana all up, and then you were like, "Oh shit! How do I fix this?" Well, I played with one. How do I play? I played with one drown yard. I played with one drown yard. Two chromatic spheres and uh, a door to nothingness. 
Chromatics Lantern? Uh, chromatic Lantern. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm, like. And that's how I beat the Fat Quest guys. Yeah, it, you just have to find a linear that doesn't care about their life. Yeah. And you're like, go ahead and gain a zillion life. I don't really care. Like, that's that's why we thought the Drown Yard decks were so good for so long. And, like, you have a Drown Skull Reaper and a niv in the deck, too. But you're mostly just well, going to play a bunch of Rats and Tamios and Jaces. Here's the thing. And then that, wait around for, like, 30 turns till they die. The decks that have been playing Drown Yard can't beat Red Black Zombies consistently because they don't play spot removal. They're playing Bant Ramp or they're playing... Angel of Serenity <laughs> is not enough. Like, you can't just rely on that well, guy they, to they, just have, they have no early enough. game. They have no early game with them. So I just stuck with my original game plan of many pillars and Azorius charms to buy the early time. And against the decks that I need to have the alternate win of milling or um, door to nothingness, I have plenty of time to do that against the decks that are going to be doing Thrag Test, Blink Thrag Test, Thrag Test, Blink Thrag Test, Reanimate Thrag Test. I've so, got plenty of time to do whatever I want against them. So do you think... Door to Nothingness is the future of control decks. No. Do you think that that's even close to being a real option for control decks? No, it's no. just the newest fad. The newest fad? Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, is somebody actually playing a Door to Nothing? Well, okay, there's this ridiculous Omnipotent deck. No. That, that like, that's... apparently you, like, resolve a 10-man enchantment, and then you search your whole deck and play all the spells in it, and then they lose. Uh, but... I guess that's but I mean, that, like, Door to Nothing is, like... That deck seemed really stupid. I played against that deck... A couple times today. Yeah, Jaws has played Door to Nothing. It, just, it didn't do anything. And Jaws has been on the Door to Nothing plan for a while. Now. To be fair, and Jaws' deck is a little bit better because it can actually activate it without the Chrome. Without lantern? the Chromatic Sphere? Chromatic Lantern? I cannot. I have to have Chromatic Lantern to win with it. I also have to have Chromatic Lantern to activate my Drowner. <laughs> so you played a red, white, blue deck that also played black, but you didn't play any black. Right. right. And, and you don't have any. Stores. Nope. And, and you don't have any green, so you're definitely. I didn't want to muck up my mana. Yeah. I mean, Shocklands. You don't want to do that. But, okay, the, nope. ad the advantage you have is that you play a Chromatic Lantern and nobody cares. They just shrug and say, okay. Well, the artifact like, honestly, is just not even. true. People just leave in Abrupt Decay. I do it all the time. Abrupt Decay. They just continue land. to play it. <laughs> and then they lose. The decks that play Abrupt Decay, I don't care about. Because those decks tend to be good. My day, day effects tend to be good against them. So let's talk about the format. Let's stop talking about our own decks, and let's just talk about the format in general. Well, I think that was a good segue, because I felt like my deck dealt with the elephant in the room of red-black zombies, and it also found a way to beat Thrag Test decks. Yeah. I mean, that's what you have to do, and I'm glad that you finally decided you found a way to do it. If you want to beat red-black zombies and Thrag Test decks, you should really play the Statcaster deck. Oh, the, uh... I mean, the Chronic Flooding deck? No, the regular <laughs> Static Caster deck, not the Chronic. So it's got version. the so it's got the Nightshade Peddler, which has Death Nightshade Touch. Peddler, Static Caster, Olivia, uh, Craft Aristocrat, your own Thrag Tusks. So so it's like Jund colors, flashing blue. Yep. And then like Static Caster, Nightshade Peddler, kind of sucks for everybody. Like not for me. It's really hard. I mean, you, like you don't have creatures. yeah. Like if you play a deck with no creatures, but like that guy doesn't he also like replicate it onto all the things mm -hmm. that have the same name? Yep. Like you also have four Deathrite Shamans, so you beat like the Cradle Hook decks. You beat the deck you were playing today. Any deck with white, especially the one that runs four Thalias, their whole deck has a one toughness. Well, the uh, Deathrite Shaman's really good against oh. Reanimator effects. So it's good against the Angel deck. It's good against the Ambarrorites deck. It's good against the uh, Flash deck. Because they really rely on Snapcaster a lot. But so. if your opponent is playing egg, <coughs> you lose. 
I don't the even Chase know what Chase <laughs> with eight Wrath of God effects. Oh, yeah, yeah. That just beats the ever-living shit out of me. Yeah. Because you don't really have a way to recover from the eight Wrath effects. But short of that deck, um, it's what I played up in uh, Baltimore. But here's, it was super easy. Here's how that deck evolved. Coming to the guy who won GP Nagoya this weekend. Um, I don't even remember his name. Kajito, I think his name was. Okay. Uh, he was playing the... Uh, no, this is important. He won GP Charleston with a combo deck. Not, not Charleston. Uh, GP Nagoya. Nagoya. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, it plays the... It, like, dumps a, a ton of humans in your graveyard, and then it plays Angel of Glory's Rise, and then, brings, well, and then gets plays. everything, right? So it's playing the Static Master package with the, the Death Touch guy. It's playing four Huntmasters. Oh. Huntmaster, by the way, is pro- one of the best cards in the format. It never got bad. True. It's super, super good. So... It was just playing that, so it has a game plan of just running that stuff out to buy time, but it also just a burial rights, a angel boys rise after you've been faithless lootings or is it charming away. So the, are the, they're not playing like the reanimator stuff like Mulch and Tracker's Instinct, are they playing that stuff too? They're playing Chronic Flooding. Chronic Flooding, really? Targeting your own land to mill your To your just yard. get the free mills every time you tap it, yeah. Yep. Uh, it also has uh, the unburial rights on the angel. You just have an insta win because you're playing a one of Gold Knight Commander. Gold Knight Commander is uh, Avacyn Restored Uncommon. That says it's three and a white. Uh, whenever a creature comes into play under your control, all creatures you control get plus one, plus one. All creatures. Right. So it just pumps all the. So you bring in like 20 guys, and then all those guys have plus 20, plus 20. Right. And then the thing some, is, most of them have haste. Well, not most of them. Only Staticaster and Zealous Conscripts have haste. But okay. you target your own creatures with Zealous Conscripts to give them haste. Sure. So you swing in for, like, it's, like, huge amount. It's, like, 60 damage. You have, like, like, you you have like, like five <laughs> guys coming in as, like, 16-16s and something like that. Yeah. This deck sounds like a nightmare to play. Is it? Is it not, actually not as hard as it looks to play? No, no, because that's the thing. Like, against some decks, you don't even bother with the reanimator playing. You just play out... You know, static casters with death touch and kill stuff, and you play out hunt masters to buy time and trade profitably. Yeah. So there's games where that's your plan, and then there's other game plans where you're just like, oh, I can't beat that. They're gaining too much life off of the Thragtus. I just need to combo him out and do some huge amount of damage past all the life he's given the Thragtus. So do they have a game plan that involves not casting the Angel of Glory's Rise? That's just like a human aggro deck type. Yeah. Thing? It's not as good. But I mean, they. I mean, the static cast. The reason that the static caster and death touch guy is in there is to buy time, right? So that they can combo off. So they don't have any counter spells or anything, right? Like, okay. I don't even think they're playing removal. Like they're not playing any. Like even like just just static caster or anything. Okay. Yeah. So they're. I'm, I'm just. It would shock me if this deck could beat something like Bant Control that just has dissipates or dis- like syncopates, like stuff that just like. Oh, you're gonna play your combo card, counter it, and then all the rest of their stuff you just wrap away. Like it, it sounds like it doesn't have a good matchup there. The problem is you have to have twelve counter spells. Four glorious rides, four burial rights, and four on the flashback. Oh, they have a burial right. So dissipate's very good. Yeah, but if you but dissipate their angels, glory rides. Like, that's weird because you never cast that. <laughs> you just put it in the bin and then. And then a turn one death right shaman. If they have no removal, just beat you. That's why you play with Static Castle Death Touch. Yeah. The deck doesn't sound terrible. I'm just glad that... It is extremely fragile to any pinpoint removal.
Ashley looks at himself. Do you think that all deck builders are supposed to play, like, one Oblivion Ring in addition to the Detention Spheres, however many they need? Like, that it's just, the Oblivion Ring is still good enough that you just like, play that too? Well, the thing about Detention Sphere is that it doesn't hit Detention Sphere. So, a lot of people are playing Detention Sphere, so if you want to unlock something that is Detention Sphere, you have to play O-Ring. So I play one Detention Sphere main, one, one O-Ring main, and I play one Detention Sphere on my board also. Okay. Yeah, no, that sounds reason like, because, yeah. No, you said it really well, actually. It also I don't have anything else to say about that. I also play with, like, a weird... Whoa, I play, like, I'm actually speechless. You have nothing else to add? You Oblivion Ring, and then the, you get your thing back. I have a one-off package of stuff. Like, I'm playing two Dissipates and one Syncopate, even though I think Dissipate's better. And I'm, like, playing, like, three Supreme Verdicts, one Terminus. Uh, because if they mind games me, like, Slaughter games me, I want to have a one-out of yeah. that effect. So, do you... Okay, so... I've seen decks try to be, like, red-black control or Jund control type, like, Rakdos Return and stuff like that. How do you feel about Rakdos or uh, Slaughter Games in the main deck? Just, like, just cranial you and get whatever I can out of your deck. It's fine. I mean, because, like, like, if, like, if you know the format really well and you, like, you're, you should be able to put your opponent on at least a card that you have trouble with pretty early. Like, it, like are we in a format that you can finally just play at main deck? No. And just name a card and be because like, it's, get rid it's, of it. It's the, the, I mean, even, a, even in like a control We've shell. had this talk like many a time. It's still yeah. just a bad effect. It's like Memoricide. It's no, like it's, Cranial Extraction. It's, it's not just, a good effect, but like eventually, like people are still going to try to main deck it. And, and you always hear the same arguments about main decking it. Right. I don't like main decking it. I don't mind sideboarding it. The reason you don't main deck it is it's turn four and you got to go first. Are you going to name Aristocrat when you're playing against zombies? And then what do you do against the Thunderball Hellkite that kills you? Because you're going to be playing some sort of junky control deck, and you do not want that card. It's like a mulligan to six that's in your opening hand. I mean, yeah, like, it's the definition of being slow. I mean, especially if they're playing haste dudes or... Other, I mean, you don't want it against the red decks. You want it against the Thrag. Like, obviously people play it because they just want to name Thrag Dusk. Like, that's the only card they really want to name. And then every once in a while they, they have this epiphany, and they, they, they're like, Oh, I bet you have an angel in your hand. Angel of Serenity. So, did I get I was, there? I was You brewing. only had six lands for like seven turns in a row. I bet you had an angel in your hand. Your red-black deck got me thinking, and I was brewing, and I was like, because like, a couple weeks ago when I was thinking about like decks I wanted to play, I was like, I always just ended up with four pillars for Annihilating Fires, because I just wanted to beat zombies. And then I was like, but an Annihilating Fire is fine against the Ragtest decks, I want to like, angel it over and over again, and things of that nature. So I was like, okay, cool. And then I was like, well, Appetite for Brains seems really good. I can't think of a deck that I don't really want an Appetite Brains against. So I was like, okay, I play Appetite for Brains 2 main deck and, like, see how that works. So I just ended up with this really awkward, and, like, you know, like, Tragic Slipped really good against, like, Zombies. It's really, it's, it's fine because it can kill an Angel, you know? So I was like, okay, cool. I, I like these cards so far. And I just ended up with this awful red-black deck, and I couldn't figure out a way to finish them. I was like, what's a good finisher in this deck? And then I just... Kept on tweaking, tweaking, and I was like, well, now it's just an awful zombies deck. <laughs> right, now I'm just a zombies deck that's not playing any, of the, any of the zombies? No, like, I, I like Drops Messenger. Finishers. I'm basically playing Red Black Control with Thunderball Hellkites. Great. Well, I, 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 landed, I landed on uh, Aristocrat because they had haste. Sure, great. I mean, I like, do that. I like the key runes and the demonic seclusion. Uh, homicide seclusion. I've been no, doing no, no, that on the Moto. demonic one, the one that demonic rising. Yeah. Oh, homicide seclusion is better. Well, I played that and homicide seclusion <laughs> along with the volatile rig. 
FedEx bad though. <laughs> Don't play the rig. The rig is very bad. The rig's great. It gets it gets lifelink and, and occasionally you, kills things. Well, you really, really want to want to lose that coin flip. That's, that's, like, that's like your game plan. I'm gonna stay alive because I'm gonna play this card, and then you're gonna stupidly attack into it. Well, the great thing is, with homicidal seclusion in play. When it goes to the graveyard and triggers doing the four damage, it checks last known information. Know, so, life so it lifelinks. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Great. So that's really good, right? Do, yep. We, do we need to it's play? like Thragtus game. <laughs> Except you have to win a coin flip and no, no, you, have you have to, to have lose a, the coin lose flip. Oh, I'm sorry. Great. Oh. You lose the coin flip. Sorry. It's worded so awkwardly that whenever I play in limited, I'm just like, okay, if heads happens, it does this. If tails happens, it does this. Yeah, no, because you have to specifically just name them. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I get it passed to me in drafts all the time. And I, and I, I, no, I think it's because people are like, that's an artifact that just has a lot of words on it, and it's probably it bad, so... Well, if, I usually draft it if I have a coin in my pocket. <laughs> if I don't have a coin in my pocket, I pass it along. I've picked it highly before when I was on Grixis with, like, n a number of hover barriers. But past that, I'm not a big fan of it. Like, it just kills everything you have. Well, in addition I'll, to that. I'll tell you, the reason I ended up playing the Homicidal Seclusion deck is because I got tired of, of Swift Justing, Singing, and Limited and hoping I lose the coin flip. <laughs> let me lose the coin flip. Let me lose it. Let, let me get, like, 90 lives. Yeah, no. <laughs> I can I can tell you the pain of, like, my opponent has a pack rat, and they're all 3-3s, three I have a volatile rig, and then you lose the coin flip, and you're like, well... That was a game of magic. No, cards. no. If you lose the coin flip, then I'm sorry. Not. Well, when you don't kill all their pack rats, you lose. <laughs> so, you so. The coin flip, you lose the game. I'm so glad I won this coin flip. It's win-win. <laughs> Perfect. Technically, if you play that color card, you win. If you win so many coin flips, then it's like winning. Yeah, I will say, I was playing limited. I was playing limited. My opponent had a volatile rig in play. I had six creatures in play. I was playing Azorius. And I had just six dudes, I was just like playing the Azorius, playing a make a dude, next turn untap, make a dude, detain your blocker, swing, and just did that for five turns. So he was at seven life, he was at seven life, and he untaps, he swings with rig, and I block, it doesn't die, it doesn't go to the graveyard when he flips the coin. So he explosive impacts it himself, and, wow. then, and then it kills everything. <laughs> And I was like, I mean, really? <laughs> and then, like, Mike Holzer comes over. He's like, "What just happened? I thought you were crushing it." And I was like, "I lost a coin flip." <laughs> no, obviously he's a Vorthos. Like, like you have to like the volatile rig has to be explode exploded. Like, like it's got one of those uh, giant toxic barrels and a first-person shooter standing next to it, and you have to throw your explosive at it to blow it up and make the biggest explosion possible. Basically. I've, okay, as somebody that played Blockbuster from the original Ravnica, like, in every deck possible, I still play it to this day, because I think it's just a fun card. I have no idea what Blockbuster is. It's an enchantment that you have to, like, spend a bunch of mana on, and then sometimes it deals two damage to everything. Well, good. Well, like, like, <laughs> it costs, like, five, and then five that? again, you to, like, and then you sack coins. it. What did Goblin Bomb do? Like, he had to flip a number of coins... If you won X coin flips, your opponent got dealt 20 damage. Yeah. Great. I'm... X was 5, I believe. Look, <laughs> can we just bring back the card? Wasn't there a card that just, like, if your opponent's at 10, just deal them 10? Yes. That was a sweet card. Can we just have more cards like that? You know what they need like... to bring back is Price of Progress. They <laughs> 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 just need to reprint that card. Uh, Can they? Yeah, is it, it, is uncommon. It, oh, it's uncommon, so they can. Yeah. Oh, that's so cheaty. Uh, they'll probably make it a Judge Foil at some point. 
Well, they, I, they need to reprint it for standard right now. <laughs> uh, nice try. No. Um, so, can, all right, let's let's totally switch gears. I want to talk about Modern Masters. I don't really know anything about it, but I love Modern. Does anyone know enough to talk about this? No. No. Yeah, it, it basically says, I know that you know, the limited you get, format. You get, fun. you get a fourteen, no, fifteen card packs, and the land is a full foil. A foil, foil basic. Foil. No, 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 no foil. It's a foil. Instead of a land, not the land. Instead of a land, you get a foil. Full art. Guaranteed foil. Is a guaranteed foil, foil, foil of like art. any. It's just a foil. Of like any card that's in the set. In the set. In the okay. set. Not any card. Ever so this is a this is an outside of standard set. Yes. Yeah, that they're releasing like, like as a summer set or something. It's basically like their 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 plane chase or their arch enemy. Instead of that, they're having this uh, this extra kind of fun set to have. Okay. Uh, and then they're accompanying it with this awesome GP in Las Vegas, which is everyone's going to be greatest. Going to. Which is going to be. I mean, you thought Star City's Gold Rush was going to be like awesome. I did, so I really and wanted to go out there, but I, and you did your own instead. I know, I did my own. Yeah, and then uh, we had I, our own Gold the Rush. Gold Rush. But this year, I'm actually going to go out to Vegas. So. Well, I mean, so oh, you're, you're not. Yeah, you're out of school then. So yeah, they're making. Yeah. Charles okay. Lee is a teacher, so he has just a huge vacation the whole summer <laughs> yes. to just do whatever you want. I like to call it the the, the actual season of Magic season, and then the, <laughs> when I'm teaching, that's the off season. <laughs> so they're making a real set though. Like it's supposed to be like playable for limited. It's yes. Supposed to be. And it includes what? It's like but 15, it's a, 15 mythics. 50 rares. What, it's, it's a two hundred. It's set. a two hundred and twenty nine card set. Typical large set. Okay. Okay, but like so, but it's only from like a certain set back, right? They're not like it's not like Any everything. Card that is legal and modern. If it's not legal, up and to, modern, no, 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 up to Alara Reborn. Up to Alara, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so you're not gonna see like the the most recent hits. Like there's not gonna be like Deathrite Shaman in there. Right. No, but you will you will okay. get Bloodbraids. You will get Tarmogoyves. You will get uh, Tarmogoyves was spoiled. It was like the first card they yeah. spoiled with it, right? Yeah. The only, the only thing I hope is even if it's myth, can we not have Jit in the limit limited format? Oh, I know. Is, is right? that even remote? Uh, or if you open it, it's just no. Banned. See, the thing is, like, I think they're gonna. I think <laughs> it's they're gonna be smart about that. Banned and limited. Yeah. Well, no. Jide is banned in modern, so I don't think no. they're gonna. I don't no. think they're gonna print no, a card. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It is. It's absolutely banned in modern. It's been banned in modern since modern was a format. Okay. It, was, it was on the original. Form. They should have a restriction the original for modern. <laughs> so I mean. We could get into all of that. I, like, I was just curious if this was going to be like a playable set that people were really going to want to play. I mean, we're also, not going to know. Are these packs sure. going to be really expensive? Uh, yes, like, yes. six ninety nine. Okay, they're six and, and they're limited. They're limited print run. Yeah. Yes. So basically, uh, everybody that you know wants at least a case of this. So it's going to come into stores, and they're going to be like, all right, I would like to buy a case. But stores Sold, are getting, like... And you will never be able to buy yeah, a They're, like, stores are getting, like, literally, like, two case limits and stuff like that. Because everybody knows that it's just money in packs. Like, you open it, like... It's like playing the Time Spot, or the Future Sight game. Future Sight was infamous for just, like, you open a pack, you make money... Sell I mean, it's going to be money. Like it's just all money in the packs. Everyone's kind of boohooing it, saying like, "Oh, it's the next Chronicles" and things of that nature. And it's not. It's it's going to get more people into the game, and the game's going to be well. The, the format's going to be into, into the, the format. Yeah, and it's going to be with more people coming into the format, they're going to have a, a higher demand for the cards. Well, so they, it's going to be about the same. So if they it's just going to let more way, players. In. Okay, so if they run it all the way up to Alara, Zendikar was the best-selling set they've ever had. Yeah. Like in like up to they, the, they up, didn't they did not want to reprint yeah. the like, so like yeah so like up to is. up to Zendikar's so like if it's the best selling set that that should mean there is a lot do what what did you say I said in Star City buying all the blue fetch lands yeah I mean $40. apparently oh. Misty Rainforest are like forty dollars now or something not but again. like so there should be a lot of Zendikar stuff 
in circulation, though, which means that they really do need to get the stuff from Mirrodin up through Alara back into circulation if they really want to push modern as a real format. And they want, like, especially now that it's an FNM format. It will never like, be an FNM. <laughs> it's an FNM. By the first of the year, you can just do it. Sure. You know what? What's, tell me a story that's going to actually have a modern FNM board. Wait a minute. They're allowed to do legacy as FNM, sure. too, right? Yeah. How, many, how many legacy FNMs do you see? Never. Uh, I I'm mean, sure that like there's somebody can, in some A store can schedule, town. like, one a month. Like, like, one Friday a month. You don't change it up once a month. You basically say every Friday we do standard, or every Friday we do draft, or every okay, Friday well, we do both. Aren't, 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 some aren't some stores big enough that they can run multiple FNMs at the same time? Sure. In a night? Do, they're going to do a limited one, and they're going to do standard. They're going to go with their moneymakers. And that's their moneymakers. Uh, that's untrue. There is the store that runs the Mono, mono Green Modern. This the Mono, mono Green, green Modern? modern. Yes, and there's <laughs> that does like two-headed giant pack wars. What? No, no, no. no. <laughs> that, no, no. that store cannot... You guys those, that, store cannot that was last Thursday's format. That store can't do that as FNM, though. That store can't do that as FNM because it's not a real sanctionable format. No, it's the format. Thursday format. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's Thursday Night Magic where um, you can play two-headed giant pack wars. I, I, I like the people that play there, but... They sometimes just do weird formats, and they just do it. Just uh, but isn't that awesome? Isn't that, like, the definition of being great? Like, just I would like, love to do that. Cassie, let's go. No, How have I never heard no, of this? You, no, they're show, all, they're you all very show up bad. on Thursday <laughs> mono with green. your standard deck, and it's mono-black Ice Age Constructed. And like, well, Ooh, I, I would dig that. that. I get to play my action goals. So it's just ice. Ooh. So it's just play dark ritual necro and try to get it before the other person. Yeah, and oh, then, and you can play with knights of strong gold. And, well, but, but you show up with your standard deck and you're like. But then I have ice quakes. You're like regular you know, player right. and you're like, I have my standard deck. This is what I'm supposed to be able to play almost anywhere. And they're like, oh well, it's modern. You can still play in the format. It's legal. Yeah, that's what they say. And then you get your ass. And then kicked. and then you then somebody plays a blood right oh, up against you. You're like, Wait a second, you get to play two spells. You're that like, I just, sense. I just have a Geist of Saint Trash. Why are you gonna do things? Yeah, okay, I get it. Like, I still think that, like, if they're trying to push the format and they want to make, they want to make more GPs, as modern, right? Well, and like, I'll tell you, they just like, released the 2013 schedule. Uh, well, like, uh, oh, the first half, yeah. Yeah, no, like, but season. like, oh, the whole season. There have been modern. For, DC is legacy. Every single way. quarter, oh, there have been modern yeah. GPs. Every single quarter, there have been modern GPs coming out. Like, yeah, but they're all in the Midwest. They're like cultivating this Midwest modern. Gene. No, Toronto. I thought it was it just happened this weekend. Yeah, that's yeah. like the Midwest, though. <laughs> because Except nobody wants to go there. Except, Except yeah, nobody, Midwest. Nobody, <laughs> Midwest nobody wants to go there. God. All I read about on Twitter was people being like, "Oh well, my skin's kind of brown. Got stopped by customs." Like, there's <laughs> just nothing but that I mean, for like all of Friday. <laughs> um, wow, nice. Oh, all of a sudden, See, I'm not allowed to be racist. All of a sudden, we're like politically correct. <laughs> no, when, when you're with that, I'll never forget that. If you ever get your chance to travel with Sarani, for some reason, he always gets that random check when you're at the airport. Imagine that. Shaheen Sarani, he's just, oh, got the random check again. Let's see. I'm going to go take yeah, my clothes off. Right, you're, you're sort of brown. You have two O's in your name. Yep, no, this is, let's go. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> um, what a good sport he is, though. <laughs> What a good sport. What a, I mean, him and Lingering Souls, best <laughs> friends forever. 
No, I have a question though for the modern GPT. Do you think it'll be like or GP? Do you think it'll be like all the other GPs where there's just stacks of cards sitting around that you can go scrape off in the trash can? God, I hope so. Oh, that'd be <laughs> that'd be fantastic. Well, at every GP I've ever played in, it's always been just piles of cards well, I, all over the place. I have to imagine that they muck with the rarities of things. Like rares will become uncommons and like no, things that I used to be rare. So. Rares going to stay rares, but rares are going to become mythics. <laughs> and then they're just going to pull stuff from every other no, format to just to around. just like cobble together. Yeah, they're going to make rares uncommon. Okay, Sarah Angel has... Sarah Angel was a rare, and then she was an uncommon. I mean... Warhammer like, was an uncommon? Like, things... Rare. Yeah, like, things move around in rarity. It wouldn't surprise me if something like Solifuge became an uncommon. Like, like Giant Solifuge, while he was super good at the time, he could be an uncommon, if you really wanted him to be. Say Giant Solifuge is going to be in Modern Masters. <laughs> Maybe. Do you have information? I don't know. Maybe. Like... Here's the deal. It's a 229-card set. They're going to have some cards. Yeah, like, they have to put something in it. Is one right off going to stay at a common? It's not at uncommon? That's a fine uncommon card. I bet you Dark Confident goes to Mythic. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I'm like... They'll make rare Mythic. It's always been spoiled as Mythic. If they do... Like, if they make Dark Confident, it'll be Mythic. If they make Vanilla Cliff, it'll be Mythic. Like, like the staple, like, really expensive cards, they'll make Mythic. I think just because they don't want to screw with the market that much. But I mean, I mean, it's gonna be a fun format. I think. Like, it, I mean, what? How could it not be? It, it's gonna be fun. You can blood rate into Vendetta. The problem like, is, is that you're not. Like, for instance, I'm buying a case, but I do not care for any of the cards. I just want to play it. I will. I, I will sell my case to anybody. Just say, hey, uh, you buy my cards. I just want to draft it. Are you already on the list for a case? We yes. could also just. I am number one. We could also. Just, <laughs> Aren't we could they also like, just, he's already prepaid. So what's a what's a regular case like? Eight hundred dollars? No. Six hundred dollars? Boxes are the same price. I have no idea when I'm actually going to pay for this case. But, but you're on be, the list. Well, this is like a good price. The boxes MSRP are the same price because there's less packs. They're more expensive, but there's less packs. There's twenty four packs per box. Yeah. Instead of thirty six. Yeah. Okay. There's an exact draft set per box. That's. Okay, so they're going to run one exactly one Grand Prix in this format? Yes. Yeah. Only one. It sounds well, kind of sweet. It sounds pretty... It's and also it, in and Vegas. And it's in Vegas. <laughs> like, that's not, that, like, also, Holdsworth has a timeshare. Pick, oh, great. Like, just pick... Like, that's the plan. We're going for a week. <laughs> also, if you'll give just a little bit of a moment, Charles might want to talk about a special race that everyone can join in. Oh, if you guys are interested and you're anywhere in oh, go Vegas, have you heard about this sale? Uh, we are briefly. Doing, we are doing cannonball. a cannonball run from uh, Richmond, Virginia to Vegas, the week of Vegas. Um, it's going to be, uh, we're going to have like little stops and like little trips on the way, but uh, it's going to be whoever can get to Vegas first uh, and still go by Dinosaur World down in Tennessee. <laughs> That's that's a key part. You have to stop by Dinosaur that's World, one of the stops. and you have There'll to pick up. You have to pick one, up like uh, souvenirs to say that you were there. Am I missing the joke? Is that is Cannonball Run like a movie or something? It is, uh, Cannonball it, Run is a movie from it, the eighties. It, it's 80s. a movie based on an actual transcontinental race where they would race to see how far they can get across or how fast they can get across the country. Okay. And like comedical things would happen. Comedical. Okay. Comedical. <laughs> so it's like, oh, yeah. Thanks, okay. Teach. <laughs> I'm a computer scientist. I don't teach English. You just use spell check for all your lessons? I don't, even t- I don't type anything up. Comedical. Comedical. How do you spell comedical? It, it's saying it's wrong. It won't, it won't bring up anything as, as a word. It doesn't recognize this word. It's why I'm not very How many X's serious, are in comedical? But now, cross country race. You got anybody that's invited, just um, 
post de- something on yeah, this podcast. Yeah, de- details forthcoming, I guess. It, when, when is this is this event? Uh, uh, June twenty second. All right, so we got like six months to figure this out. Yeah, so yeah. well, that's right. the thing when you when you set aside something like this. Like I'm not doing the cannibal. I think I'm just flying. Well, because I can't take off cheap. three weeks of work. <laughs> you could take off a week and have Team Scrub Land and maybe do something like a Kickstarter and oh, have guys, people race you guys, you guys could rent a van. That sounds like a great idea. Why didn't we think of this before? If only we had started a Kickstarter to go play as a team somewhere. You guys, you guys There's Providence coming up. You guys can have a third team member as part of a Kickstarter. You guys should do that. Well, Charles Lee's the only other person we would have, and he's on another team. He's already claimed. He's already been. Uh, Obviously, guys, one of your Eric Brown. Eric Brown was on the podcast last no, week. No, one of the fans. One of the fans oh, absolutely. should join in. One of the many, many super fans you guys were talking about. All right, earlier. all right, fans out there, if you pay for us to go to Providence. You can be our third. What format is Providence? Team, Team limited. Ra- uh, return to Ragnarok the whole block. It's June eighth. Yes. All right. I thought about it. I'm in. All right. I'm in. I'll, I'll be in. Okay. No go. Kickstarter required. Just contact us. Just contact us. We can figure it out. You just like <laughs> give them eighty dollars. Just like just just. But we're not driving to Providence like that. They'll be. We'll get you up to Providence. Just just. They just have to pay your. Take interest. a train. Just put. <laughs> $500 cash in an envelope and mail it to... Well, we were very disappointed not to see Scrubland in San Diego at the last one. California is so. really far away, No, that sucks, because I actually took off the time and everything. California is really far away. Oh, it's so far away. It was a, the best Grand Prix I've played in so far. I've, most fun. Uh, I've played in so many Grand Prix. And oh. this one would have been the most fun. Also, okay, when, oh. have you, when have you played against the Austrian national team, the German national team... Chapin, Ochoa, and who was the other player? Utterlaid. I mean, I've played against God, what, a, what a team of awkward that is. It was pretty scary. Jesus Christ. I thought That's they like were going like, to molest me. <laughs> Jesus, can you imagine those three fuckers walking down an alley and you just be like, whoa. <laughs> I know I wouldn't take the Let's candy. Let's turn around. Like, I'm a big dude, too, and you're a big dude. And I think if we were walking down the alley and we saw those guys, one of them's a robot. One of them has a pink mohawk. I'm shaking all the time. I don't, I don't Dude, that is what jittery fuck. I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to pass him. I don't want him to catch wind of me. The other guy has a mustache that's like, whoa. The mustache is gone, by the way. Oh, did they, did they get rid of it? It's cool. I will say, though, with that, my favorite me- memory of it was watching a Chapin play an island and then a mountain and saying, no one actually plays Is It Charles unless they have bombs. And then Charles deals with Sphinx of Chimes, deals with Hypersonic Dragon, and feels all the bombs are done. And then Miss Visit gets played. We'll just say I look at John and say, John, I got no more answers. <laughs> Hope you two can win. <laughs> oh, and I have, I, I, have, I have Ochoa dead. Ochoa is at 10. I have six lands in play on my Mold of Five and two cards. I'm going to explosive him twice. Once at end of turn, once on my turn. Game's over. I win. He taps six mana. I'm like, I win. It doesn't matter what he plays. And then he plays Palisade Giant. And then I pick my fucking cards up. What can he play here that would, oh, right, that guy. Yeah, yeah, that, that guy, oh, well, I thought I was going to win. There's, no, nothing, there's nothing like looking at everybody's hand at the beginning yeah. of the uh, game three. We all go to game three, and we all, like, we lo- we all lose game one. And we're like, well, we suck. We all lose game two, and we're like, we're going to win this. We'll win and we all go to game three, and uh, we all look at each other's hands like, that's a mulligan. That's 
That's a mulligan. Yeah, that, we'll, we'll all mulligan down this <laughs> At the same time? I think it had to do with our sleeves. <laughs> Two of us went to five. At least you were on the draw. At least but you're on the, the one of us that went to six was the one that had to face Sphinx of Chimes, Nismizid, <laughs> and Hypersonic Dragon. So he didn't win. Okay, so so what you're saying is that um, the team format was really awesome. It yes. really was. It but it was, was amazing. And also, so what like, else can you play? 32 rounds on day one. <laughs> 32 rounds. You could have two buys, and we show up, and it's like 11 round tournaments. I've been to a few Grand Prix. I've been to Stars <coughs> I have never played 11 rounds in a day. 11 rounds before the cut, and instead of getting three buys, you get two. I mean, that means they're getting done at what, like 1:30? Uh, they were worried that they were going to kick us out of the convention center. I was hoping that they would, because we were in a really good position to day two if they kicked us out of the convention center. That's that's absurd. That's really absurd. My personal favorite though story from that, just to reminisce, was the last round opponent against the German national team to make it in. When the guy we were playing against said, "Yeah, I realized that I just needed to board out three cards and play twenty lands because if I played any of my spells, I won." And then proceeded to show Sphinx of Revelation, Angel of Serenity, uh, Sphinx of Chimes, the Day of Judgment, uh, whatever you call it. They had double uh, double song. was it uh, Sphinx of Revelation? Double yeah. Sphinx of Revelation. So they just gave him every rare from the pool? Uh, like, well, they were all the blue. His, his exact quote was, if I drew lands, I win. Yeah, that was about the only English in the But match, the good but. thing is that he was matched up against our worst deck. So it was basically, here, take that one. We'll try to win the other two. <laughs> I mean, so it's it was popular enough. Like, how big was it, by the way? Uh, Do you, it was you know? 560-some teams. So that's times three, yeah. yeah. It, it was They had just more so teams. Yeah. And they had players at the previous Team Lemonade Grand Prix. So, teams are back, is what you're saying. Uh, it was also really good timing, because it was on the West Coast a week before Pro Tour Seattle. Yeah. So just so everybody were could in be town there. Already. It was, it was Every really, pro was there. It was really good timing. It was a really, it was a return to Ravnica. It was really a culmination of the perfect storm. So I don't know whether Providence will get that many, but it was... Is it going to be sealed deck again? Uh, it's at Team Sealed. Triple all the, all the sets. All the Team Limited event. Because all, all the, the sets will be out then. Are Team Limited. Um, there's also, they're trying to do it one for each block. Yeah. Like Gate Crash is in Europe somewhere. Um, uh, what's the new one called? Dragon Maze, the worst name ever. Uh, that is Providence. Providence. And then uh, the next one, Friends, is in... I want to say some sort of Japanese town. But, but they decided that it was worth... That they could make money running team events again. Yes. And they figured out how to logistically do it. Um, can we... All right. We're going to switch gears slightly again. Can we talk about attendance at Grand Prix? And oh, attendance fucking, is great as long as they put them in decent places. Fucking ten... No, like ten round events. And, like, I like cuts to X2. I'm cool with that. But cut, like... Well, is you, that even doing it anymore? Well, you guys because tweeted, retweeted that article. Yeah, yeah. On, so the gathering magic. Yeah, so there was a there was a a theory put forth that they're like, hey, you know, in really really big tournaments, what they do is they they essentially they're like, okay, they're like essentially they're gonna run like eight PTQs that you X two that, and then you go to day two, and then all those people are on even footing when they go into day two. Instead of the weird buy structure yeah, I read and, that. I read that and tiebreakers and stuff, and, and uh, it like just, it seemed like it would just take away from the whole Grand Prix. You you are literally in a large tournament. That is what you're, you're in a two thousand person tournament. 
That's the fun of going to a grand But the logistics of a 2,000-person tournament, like, do we have to make the cut bigger? Do we have to extend the prize payout? I can't can't be in a convention center for 10 hours playing Magic. I I can't do it. As you guys were talking, I was was checking the Wizards website. They have just released their Premier Play uh, updates for 2013. And the only major change that they're making is they're extending, if the uh, tournament has over 1,200 players, they are extending the Pro Tour invites from top four so they're going back to top eight. Great. Yeah, only if it's twelve hundred more. Uh, but most that, GPs are that now. No. Uh, Do you okay. not remember uh, going to Charleston? Charleston was like six fifty. San Antonio yeah. was eight hundred. Star City Open Baltimore was the same size. I'm sorry. Grand Prix Open. GPs that uh, GPs in bigger. the north. GPs in New England are all like two thousand players. So. Sure. <laughs> Well, right, when you put it in a place where people actually wouldn't mind where going. They get, where it's within a two-hour drive of a giant, of, like, five cities. What's the like, Charleston's, like, so far from everything. Okay, so, like, I, I, well, I'm sure that the, Charleston's, like, supposed to be the, like, the even is the most beautiful city in America. You guys come here. I wasn't that impressed. Oh, you didn't drive downtown. I've been to downtown. Downtown is beautiful. On downtown the harbor. Is absolutely awesome. Yeah. But it was, like, held, like, 15 minutes outside of yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Cool. It was uh, North Charleston. But if they, if they had advertised that uh, Miss Teen South Carolina and Miss South also Carolina at the same there? time, more Magic players would have gone. I only been. saw one person from that pageant. What? Oh, I, didn't, I didn't go. You to went the place. to the you went to the omelet bar with us. Were you are you blind? Were you blinded by the I omelets? They were just pretty girls. You, he was looking at the you were blinded by omelets and not looking at the women. There were pretty girls there. I just thought they, they weren't were wearing girls. fucking like polka dot bikinis. They were like jammies. You got to yeah, you had to use your imagination. Oh, I did not, why would I assume uh, that they were in a pageant? I just thought they were pretty girls. You don't get, okay, hot girls don't just walk around in their pajamas and jiggle it about with no undergarments for no reason. They're hot for life. They're <laughs> I've watched plenty of pornography where that's exactly what they do. That's that, is, um, that right. is true. <laughs> I can only assume that's the way that people act in real life. I haven't seen it. Just like in pornography. I assume that's true. You've never watched any pornography? I'm a teacher. I've never seen any pornography. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've so, never been over to D-Sales when he's watching movies. Hey, you should check this movie out. I try to avoid D-Sales when he's watching any movies, like even like mainstream movies. I have an eclectic taste in movies, all right? Leave me alone. Like, If you don't want to watch movies with me, you don't have to. God. If you don't want to listen to my music, don't listen to my music. Like, don't get in my car and go to a Grand Prix with me. Like, sorry. That's the reason why I drive. If you want to listen to like, if you want to listen to like seven hours of like indie rock, then hop in the fucking car. The only time I've ever ridden with you, you just played Nickelback the whole way. That wasn't what. (laughs) That's not even. That's That's a complete lie. I was there. This is how you remind me. Episode 70 will maybe get... Oh, God. If you guys hear episode 70, you'll understand um, why episode 70 never came out. Uh, You have to tell them. We recorded it in a redneck bar called the Omega Cafe. The Omega Bar or something like like, called? The Omega Omega Bar Bar Grill. Is that what it's called? There there were a dozen dartboards in in all directions around us, and it made me really uncomfortable. It made me really uncomfortable to be there. Like, there was Nickelback and Sharp Pointy Objects, and we're recording a podcast with this microphone. And it was pretty We were also sitting next to three dudes who were at the tournament we were at. Yeah. And trying to jump in and chime in. Yeah, that didn't work out so well. They weren't very good. I've listened to that stuff. We O2'd, and they they weren't very good. I mean, we O2'd, and then they're... No, we didn't O2. I mean, they O2'd. So angry about that tournament, too. 
you're, you're angry about that Grand Prix trial eight months no, ago? No, that was uh, Super IQ. Oh, okay. oh, that was the Super IQ? That's the Super IQ where I, that was the one weekend out of like six months where I was just like, all right, I'll sleeve up Delver. And Zach Jesse's like, oh, can I play your deck? I was like, yeah, here. Yeah. And it was my Grixis Tezzer at the list, and he's like, oh, let me switch out these two cards. Other than that, it looks fine. I was like, yeah, it's a fun deck. And he fucking wins. Now, <laughs> to be fair, thing. I would not have, because when, I'm not Zach Jesse. Wins the whole thing, $500. The know. deck was very good for the day. Like, everyone was... Oh. Good Galvanic Blast ruled that day. Actually, in that particular tournament... I asked Zach if he wanted the prize split, and he said no, and then I beat him. Then you beat him, and then, and then offered I him again. He, the prize split, and he, said he yes. did say that was the only loss he took. Oh, that's because I potted Gideon into Inferno Titan, and he had to call the judge <laughs> on, on the day. But uh, your deck was good. It's a little awkward. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I would call the judge also. It like, was going to beat me. Oh, that wins? Oh, I'm calling a judge on that. <laughs> Still not as good as the Inferno Titan. I found it in uh, round six, I found it. Inferno Titan, and then shot himself with the three. For the for lethal. He's like, oh, you got it. I'll shoot myself with three. I was like, well, just so you know, you were going to win. Just had to swing once. Oh. Great. <laughs> Here's that. Um, are, can you grind, like, Star City stuff? Like, is Star City still worth it? Like Star City is the probably the only tournament that's really worth it. But, like, I feel, us, I, feel like the, I feel like the Star City events are small enough that you can still reasonably make money at them. Baltimore excluded. Well, well, Baltimore was way small. too many it's players. More so that the prize pool expands out all the way to yeah, Well, like, yeah, but, but so, like, you I mean, can do it all in one day, I mean, and they'll give you cash. You pay the same amount of price for your going to, let's say you, we went to Philly, all right? All right. 2,000 person tournament. It's sealed. It's all random luck. Uh, you basically just trying to find your way to grind into the top 64. Whereas you go to Star City and you just have to, what, 5 2 in a minute to make money? Some, some of them. I mean, it depends on the city again. Because some, some of those Star City, like the, the Star City event in Baltimore was 10 rounds. Okay. And that, still, like, that was obnoxious. And ridiculous. Like, there were, the there were X2s. You, there were X2s. you go 8 and 2, some of those people didn't yeah, make you money. You still don't see the pros and all the, the better players at the opens for some reason. Okay. At the time, I was 4 and 0. Oh, and I was still facing people who called the judge and said, he has an Olivia paired with this peddler. If I play this Thundermaw Hellkite, can he shoot it and kill it? And the judge is like, yes. So I'm sitting at four, and my opponent has three tutus, and I have Olivia and a peddler in play. And I do not die, because he didn't want to play a Thunderball Hellkite and have it die. Too bad it taps my Olivia, he swings, I can block one of his dudes, and it's lethal. Just way too, like, don't kill my dragon, bro. Yeah, don't kill my dragon. You just bro, kill me instead. Bro, I need my dragon to, to win. I gotta, I gotta kill dragons, your If you can kill a dragon, you can do a lot of things. That. So there was that, and then the next round, my opponent terminus into lethal because he realized, didn't realize that I was going to get two Thragtusk Beast tokens when he cast terminus. So you just like randomly found the win on the table, yeah. like, oh, these uh, beasts appeared. Yeah. So then we go to the next round, and this is where the stupid continues, but I lose. Where my opponent has a Geist of Saint Trath and casts not one but two Spectral Flights on it. Yeah. Thus negating the Golgari charm that was in my hand that was going to allow me to block and kill the. So he next leveled you. Yeah, absolutely. Just crushed me. Not Double one, but two spectral flights kicked my ass. Double spectral flight. Yeah, big. that's the reason I mean, why to be Star fair. City opens are better value is because your quality of players are so much worse than you would go to at a Grand Prix. Like for instance, you're trying to make day two or trying to get top sixty four. You're probably going to have to play somebody who knows what they're doing. 
if you're at starts of the open and you're just trying to... You can make top 32 and never play a single good person. Well, uh, to be fair, from the looks of the top eights of most of these things, you could make it to the top eight and not have to play against someone who knows what they're doing. Well, so like why? So like why are these events attracting all these terrible players? It's not them as a, they, they, it's they, the minors. Like, like what? They're like, not attracting the better players. It's, that's what I'm talking uh, about. It's the minors. It's not exactly makes sense to me. It's a, it's a Other good, than the fact that Grand Prix are going on the same weekend. It's a good playground for the people who aren't good enough to be at that. Uh, top look, okay. So in so during the weekend of SCG Baltimore, TCG was holding their like their fifty thousand dollar tournament. Sure. Well and, there, and, and okay, so like. Some of those, so like some of the, so some of the serious ringers were not the, at SCG Baltimore, but we still had ten rounds. Sure, it's a popular game now, you and it's also very. It's, okay, okay, it's two you hours. Ten rounds. You have fifty-five people at fucking FNM Dude, at three stores in Richmond. Yeah, it's two and a half hours from from New York. Uh, it's an hour and a half from Philly. It's uh, two hours from Richmond. Yeah. One hour from it's DC. It's close to everything. Yeah. All these major hubs, like uh, so, these... hold every tournament in Baltimore and hope that your no, shit no, no, doesn't no, get stolen. Really and hope your shit doesn't get stolen. Philly apparently. is much better. <laughs> the thing is, like Baltimore, the reason they are holding things, they, every time they go to Baltimore, there's a shit storm. Yeah, and they continue to do it because uh, the people come. Well, apparently there wasn't rampant stealing this time. Absolutely, which is, there was. Really, I yes. didn't hear about it this time. It was still just as bad. Not as bad because it, it, cops were everywhere. Uh, I mean, now they just moved the stealing to the garage. Apparently, apparently yeah. there was a lot of car break-ins in this past week. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, like, literally at previous Baltimore events, people were running, like, grabbing a backpack and running as fast as they could out of the convention center. Yes. It's Baltimore. That's fucked that's up. Part, that's part of the game. That's part, that's of, the part of the game? That's, that's not part, part of the game. That's part of the experience of going of to Baltimore. Of course they have to run out as fast as they can. They can't just leisurely walk out. Okay, I, I disagree with you. <laughs> have you seen the average size of a Magic player? You really don't have to run. You can just kind of stroll. And most of them aren't catching up. I'm to taking take your back. bag, and leave. you could probably tell them that you're taking yeah. their bag, and they would just be like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> How fast is your motor? Can you give me the Twinkies out of it? What's the, what's <laughs> the, things are going for ten bucks a pop on eBay. What's the top speed on your motorized uh, handicap scooter there? Eight miles an hour. All right, I'm good. It's twice as I'm fast. Take, well, to go. well, I'm going to take the, I'm going to take this escalator. So, good luck. <laughs> That's how you do it. Like, they, they really, they're, they're just evolving. They're just someone push me on my side and roll me after them. Pick up some speed. There's a hill. God damn it. Well, Charles did just show us the the GP thing, and I am slightly confused. I want to know what Friends Limited is. Oh, Friends is the uh, is, is that, that a new format? The, the code name is the new uh, okay. Whatever it's Friends. What countrymen? You no, know, it's whatever. friends with benefits, right? That's. I don't think. I don't think they're that. <laughs> it's friends. <laughs> they're with not the that benefits. on the nose. I don't think it's friends. With, I don't think Marrow is exactly signed off on that one. You no, know, it's like it's friends. Seinfeld. I would be uh, impressed though if Marrow did that. That'd, that'd be good. But no, uh, it's what friends, uh, Romans, countrymen. Is that the famous saying? Okay, great. Then that's it. I mean, they did. They always do something cool, like yeah. camera action, live long, prosper. Yeah. Like, what, like, what was this one called? Hook line sinker. Hook line sinker. Like, Sinker is a better name than Dragon Maze. Like, uh, if they had left it as Sinker, I would be more excited. It would excited. be better. <laughs> I would be more excited about the set. Lorwin was great. It was um, peanut butter jelly, and then they snuck in the last set as sandwich. So it was peanut butter and then jelly sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Peanut butter jelly sandwich. Yeah, so but, four sets. yeah, but then they didn't announce that the last set was oh, that's was, right. in, that, was in the set. Like halfway through the set. Yeah. Oh, so Shadowmore so was know. just like. Just so you know, we're naming that one Sandwich. <laughs> Evan's had was fun. 
That's when I came back. What? That's when I came back. Kill yourself. All right. Did you just say even time was fun? <laughs> I get to play a short crash from that, that was one set that was actually probably worse value than opening, like, M13. That's, what, that's, when, Chris, that's when Chris Casby pioneered short crash or mimic Hungry Spriggan as a real deck that you could just, like, attack people with. What happened, Chris Casby? Now you're all detention spheres and Niv-Mizzets. I'm still... Where's the Hungry what, Spriggan? You're still hungry spriggan? Where's the Hungry Spriggan, Casby? You, you don't even play creatures that turn sideways. You say you avoid the red zone. Now. Hungry Spriggan, and that's it? If they give me a two-drop that switches for ten on turn three, I'm back on. If you... If you if, all right, so Wizard of the Coast. Short Crasher Mimic. The the Mana Plasm. I was on board And uh, Colossal Might. Colossal Might. And Chris Casby will... Be 100% in the red zone I'm again. I'm sure they're, they're listening intently on trying to get Chris Casby to get back into the, <laughs> get red, back zone. Into the red zone. <laughs> this is where we know we're successful. If you could please reprint. If turning creatures sideways, <laughs> then we're successful. I, 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 no, I, you I missed it. Casby and Sale are trying to win. Sale wants to bring back, if they're at 10, they're dead. So Casby wants to swing for 10 on turn 3. That's their new deck. The same oh. second right, short crash, <laughs> yeah, hungry spriggan. They had better bring back the black sword. So we can go to modern two-headed giant FNM. No, 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 it's modern pack war. (laughs) (laughs) Where I play all Kamigawa and he plays all Eventide? Boom. Boom. Actually, I'm not completely against this format. Uh, Can I play Slivers? You can play Tempest? Yeah, sure. You can play Tempest. I'm not playing Tempest. Yeah, no. The Slivers in that were like so... No. The best ones were in that set. No, they were The Haste Sliver and the... Char- uh, Charles, uh, I don't think... Multiple Haste Slivers. Charles, I don't think that the podcast understands your love of Slivers. Oh, I, I, they, they understand from the first year. I was, I'm in love with Slivers. <laughs> I absolutely will draft them. It cost me everything when I was drafting the first draft in Scrubland. Oh, I, yeah, when we played Time Spiral Block? Yeah. yeah. You forced it. I didn't just force it, like... It just, it forced itself upon well, me. Well, no, the problem is that you let your love of Slivers be known before you drafted it, too. Yes. How could I not? <laughs> it was just overflowing. Yes. I, I, I was on your right. I took no Slivers from you. I you took were. every rare I was passed. That's the real question is, if we're going to do another drafting with Scrubland adventure, John Davis, the first year, got Aristocrat Whiskey. Was it? Or, yeah. And so every single rare and foil that you draft, you have to take a shot. So, well, so I think it was time was spiral. Just... So I got two per. So what? So what'd you get? Like fifteen? Fifteen. Uh, <laughs> then we did Ravnica the second year. I did. I had Southern Comfort and Southern Comfort Lime, and I had eleven. So like, which I'm. There's no fourteen, but like, cut me a break, man. I like. There was an Infernal Tutor in the pack, Plus and passed out in the middle of a kiss my ass. Match. <laughs> 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 there was a kiss my ass match later in the night. night. It was oh, during a different portion of the night when we played a four-pack sealed deck event oh, you that I still I still yeah. built like a thirty-five-card deck in thirty-card sealed, and yeah, I lost that match. I really wish that had taken off. Like that kind of stopped right after the kiss my ass match. I don't know if we talked yeah, about. Yeah, when it. someone just falls asleep in the middle of a match. Like I like they say that like look I didn't concede I didn't lose. You did. Eh? You I did didn't lose. Li- no, if you fall asleep in the if you pass out on the table in the middle of a match, that's not losing. Level one judge, if you don't complete it, the game in the amount of time, a lot of time, it absolutely is losing. Did, did you give me? Was I given a slow play warning slow first? I, I was not a judge at the time, so I can't tell you for sure. <laughs> I wasn't even out there, but I would have probably DQ'd you for slow playing. I would have sent a letter to Wizards. You and uh, what's his name? 
The guy that did cute from <laughs> Saito. Saito. You and Saito. My hero. Oh wow. My hero. Oh 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 oh. You guys. Travis Wu. You guys. Wait. You guys. You guys. You guys. It's been a long time since we podcasted. Are are Guillaume Matignon and Guillaume Wafatapa? Are they back? Are they are they unbanned? I love Guillaume Wafatapa. Guillaume Wafatapa is like my hero. Obviously, since you perfected the pronunciation of his name, most of us just call him Wacky Taco. <laughs> Wacky Taco. <laughs> I he really, makes great decks. I really like his deck. Okay, in, in Fort Worth, when I went up and showed him my blue-black deck, I was like, hey, I have this blue-black deck, but I didn't understand why you were playing some cards, so like, this is what my deck does. And he looked at it, and he's like, I really like your deck. It looks a lot like mine. You have way too many threats. You have like a Volition Reigns, and I would never even play that card. And yeah, then I day two and he didn't, and then I made money. So in your face, Guillaume Wapatapa! Right. In your face, Guillaume Wapatapa! Right. <laughs> Volition Reigns, bad card. Sometimes you need seven six drops. <laughs> yes, that that is, that is the way we discussed this earlier. We're trying to teach uh, Sale to play a light light threat with uh, one Jace as a win con. <laughs> Nope. And one grave type. Yeah, one like no, 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 no. If like I looked at Cassie's deck tonight, I'm like, okay, so we have one Div Visit and one Drawn Skull Reaver. I play like no, all right, all I right, play like you. three and three of he, those guys. He, he just discounted everything else in the deck as threats when my whole deck just wins. I don't, I don't want to. I just want to. If I'm going to play a control dude, you don't deck, know, you don't I know. Just the, tap out every turn and use all my mana and make a giant the dude. Great feeling and of your then opponent, have my opponents tremble in fear. You don't know the great feeling that when your opponents at 35 life because he's passed three Thraxas. And you have a Drog Skull Reaver and you hit him for no. six. And then you just, you pillar to flame him to death in one turn. That feels really good. <laughs> That's a lot of pillar of flames. Uh, it's actually just one. <laughs> 16 times. And that, that feels great. Did that actually happen? Yes, absolutely. That's a true story. That's a true story. Cameo emblem. <laughs> shock you 16 times, you're dead. Yep. The Feels last good. time we were in this bar, we were discussing emblems, and we discussed, I was like, hey, I'm undefeated versus Tamiyo emblems. <laughs> I will have you know, since the last time we were here, I did have a Tamiyo emblem played against me again, and I am still undefeated. Go-go, Nickel Bolas, blowing up O-rings on my Jace to mill them out of the game. <laughs> I think, I, by the way, I think that M10, or Corset Jace, whatever set we're on now, He's probably at, like, we've been all about some Drown Yards for a while. Why don't we just jam a freaking Jace in the deck uh, and speed that, that shit up? Because nobody plays Ghost Quarter, and, and people play things that attack and kill Jace. Ghost Quarter kills Jace? No, but everything else in their deck does. And Drown What does Yard, Ghost Quarter have to do with that at all? It, he's saying Nobody that's, that's plays Ghost Quarter, so they don't so kill Drown So you just Drown rely on, J on, on Drown Yards anyway? Look, I want to, give me a fucking... Jace. I'm not even joking. Give me a, that's ten a turn. That's clumsy on yeah, that's on turn five. Welcome to Ravnica, MF. You can do other things with it, like tap it for colorless mana. I will also tell you, Bramble Crush fleet beats Penny of People right now. Also, I seri like I looked at Gather the other day. I was like, oh, Tibble, can I play that guy? And then I like looked, like I was like thinking about it and like trying to find a way. Tibble's and fine. it just, I would, it he was not two. good. As soon as you made Pennyguard cost two, you knew they were not going to make him any. I was like, no, no, I was no, no. really, like, I was Tibble's like, really good there's gotta, I was like, there's got to be a way. He does a lot of damage against control. He does. There's, like, what uh, the fuck does he do? He, uh, you can draw and then discard at random. That shit. Whoa, you can do that. You can. I don't know what the other two abilities are. They were very bad. Uh, his uh, second ability is minus four, 
Um, Stormseeker, your opponent. Okay, how much does he cost? How many loyalty does he have? He, he starts with two. two. He starts with two loyalty. RR is minus six. It's something that's not even impressive. No, it, it's pretty impressive. It's just, it's, you never get to it. Except not really. It's the next you dual deck, so they'll probably build a deck around Probably. Is it really? Oh, Tybalt is like a... a Tybalt I mean, versus Sword. That sounds... Which Sword? Uh, I... Probably Mono Black Sorin. Not a, uh, guy's horrible. Did they did they already make one with him? I think so, right? Mono Black Sorin, no. no. Oh, so by the way, I'm, oh, I'm thinking uh, about. By the way, Tybalt uh, has Insurrection as his ultimate minus six. Oh. Yeah. Okay. me making the finals with this green-white aggro deck tonight. Um, green-white aggro is pretty sweet, except you can't ever play it in a real tournament. Uh, if you ever plan on seeing against uh, playing against a deck that plays with uh, I mean, Supreme Verdicts, you're just going to lose. So I lost to... No, I, like, I, I played pretty reasonably against Supreme Verdicts, and it's mostly on the back of Rancor. It's, yeah, like I, I had two Doom Traveler and I had four Rancors, and like... On the back of Rancor alone, you do a lot of work. Yeah. It's like it's really impressive. It's a good card. Um, like I, I haven't played with it yet. Like I don't know. Like maybe I'm just late to the party or whatever. But like I haven't played with a Rancor, Rancor yet. Party, yes. And that <laughs> no that card like is Rancor really sweet. <laughs> it like it it really does everything you needed to do. Okay, so it was night and day from the first Grand Prix trial to the second one. Where I had it and then I didn't. Because in the first tournament, I was like, I had like loyal Cathars and more Doom Travelers and I had more Planeswalkers and I, it just, it always forced me to p commit more to the board. No, no, no. Let's talk about this. How much damage did the Fencing Ace do in the second tournament? The Fencing Ace was also really good. But, uh, like, it, like, I just had to commit so much to the board that I got Wrath and I died. And so when you have a Rancor in your deck, it just allows you to attack more often. In more ways, save cards. The like the yeah, like you just save cards. It's card advantage on it. Like it's one of the best cards in your deck. Uh, the other card I want to talk about is Mayor of Avabrook, which I don't like. People just stopped playing. I don't know. Uh, he's come back a lot. He's recently. come back since Charleston after that blue white. Okay, after the blue white. Yeah, well, because I was like, oh, like if I had had access to judges familiars, I would have changed my deck up a little bit more and played like more like and that, really tried that. to go on under the under the meta game. As it stood, I didn't really have. But I didn't have access to that bird. So I had to play, like, other stuff that was more marginal. So I had, like, a Johnny Pride Caller. And uh, so, like, I so I played some, like, I played some cards that were a little bit awkward, but they were really good with Double Strike and the Rancor. So, like, the Silverblade Paladin and the Ajani kind of do overtime. Curving Fencing Ace in a Yeah, and then Fencing Ace. So, like, just most of your deck has Double Strike for basically every attack. It's a really strong mechanic. Yeah. It turns out Double Strike's really, really good. Like, the first time they made Boros Swiftblade, the card was really good. And now it just and costs a one, two. <laughs> one, in a, one in a W instead of one in an R. Or W in an R. So, like, the, like I was really impressed just with the power of Rancor on its own. It's probably the best card in the deck. Uh, Selesnia Charm was also really good. Just, like, and many, many decks have played that card, obviously. 
Like, it just has a lot of access to... There was also... Play. It's like every single mode on Celestia Charm is really good. It's the best one in Standard, or the most played in Standard, anyway. Yes, it's probably the best Charm. And, I, like... Most usable modes. I'm, I'm a little bit, su- I'm a little bit surprised. I kind of thought that the blue one, that Azorius and Izzet Charm, were going to end up being better. Azorius like, on the, on the surface... Like, on the surface, I thought they were going to be a lot better. If Azorius Charm Red put target attack feature on the bottom of the deck, sure. Like, I, I think Izzet Charm has time to get there. I think, I think that once Gruul comes out and we see what it brings, that Rug decks might find access to Izzet Charm being... Good something enough. they really want. Um, because they'll have the creatures to back up. I don't know if that Simic Charm is, is it Charm. Is real. That Simic Charm is terrible. I don't want to talk about spoilers yet. We, we have plenty of time to talk about spoilers. Um, well, in, in future episodes. Like, it just... it's It doesn't do us any good, honestly. But still, I don't think um, Is It Charm is good. Charm is by far the best. And if you want to... My second favorite one is Goldberry Charm. Absolutely. And Constructed? Constructed. Yeah. Destroys enchantments, regenerates your pigeons off the spring verdict, and it also kills all these little lingers. I have found every single deck that I play Azorius Charm in. Like, yeah, like, I don't, like, I don't do anything with it. Like, it's always a draw, yeah, it's just, I draw a card. And then every once in a while, because for every time that you're like, haha, gotcha, put your guy on top of your deck. Like you have six you other times. You have a card like Thragtos in the format. Like you have six other times that you just draw a card. I play with a, a, a drown yard. It's like card removal. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> so, for, so for the incredibly, the incredibly removal dense card like uh, format. I, like. It, like, it's no, it's nowhere near bad. I really like the no, card. No, it's not bad, but it's not nearly as but, good. But I mean, there Charm. are Charm better gets, options. Gets rid of Thragtus. Just gets rid of it. Exile. I will say, uh, speaking about the the Boros that you were talking about, I saw uh, a list that was doing fairly well until um, about round six, seven, I guess, at the Star City event, and uh, it was red, white, blue, human aggro. So it was just blue-white humans, which is like an archetype, but it was splashing red for Lightning Mauler and uh, Kessig Malcontents. Uh, I didn't see any Cloud What does a Kessig effect? Malcontents do? Uh, it's a 3-1 for 2 and a red. When it comes into play, it does damage to target player equal to the number of humans you control. That sounds really good. It's not bad. Pretty I saw good. a couple... Earlier in the format, there was a couple decks playing that in Cloud which did really well. Um, I think once you get the uh, next set and you actually can get the uh, red white Boros. lands, then it will. Oh, well, by and, the way, and pick there's up obviously your champions gonna, of the parish now. There's so obviously going to be some be humans. Very good after the set comes out. Like Boros is obviously going to have be like all humans in it. So whichever one, whichever ones look good that that cost like less than three mana. I don't know. There was a lot of goblins in the last Ravnica set, wasn't there? In Boros? Uh, there were some number of goblins. Yeah. Yeah, but there's also humans. There was a. It was mostly humans. Okay? Like some, some giant. Yeah, some giant, some giants, some goblins, mostly humans. Okay. And and like you're definitely gonna see at least one pretty pushed one, two, or three mana rare. Um, it's gotta be two. Like I've. Well, they they've uh, they've already spoiled Gideon in the set somewhere in the block, and everyone's kind of leaning towards him being a Boros planeswalker. Yeah. It sounds so. sounds about right. So that'd be interesting.
Yeah. I mean, like, and like you said, Charles, Magic got really popular. People, like, people want to play Magic now. Yeah. It's kind of made it all about creatures. It's, I don't know if that's necessarily you know, a bad they, thing. They took away free pro tours. They took away all, like, the over, like, hype stuff. Yeah. They made it more about wanting to play at your local store, they making it a social game. That was part of it, but also because, like, when you come in as a new player... Was that why they jammed in, like, 40 grand for you a year? Yes, because the gra- everyone can go because to a Grand Prix. because if, if if the pro tour only has four hundred players at it and a Grand Prix can have a thousand or fifteen hundred or two thousand players, you still have those Grand Prix, but it doesn't matter. Like that's not the reason why people are po- like, it's so popular. It is literally a format where you just bash creatures against each other. And the other thing that happens is not so much Grand Prix, but Star City Opens. You think, Star, you, think, you think the Star City Opens in North America are seriously driving Absolutely. Magic as a brand yes. and making it a much more popular and successful yes. thing? Uh, the fact that you can actually go to these tournaments like literally every weekend. And the Grand Prix, while they do come around more often than they do, they're still uh, within like four to six hours, which is outside the driving range for most players. But... The opens come around a lot more. You can, I mean, you can play Magic every single weekend somewhere. Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, yes. I was, and, and you don't have to go that far. Me, me and Chuck were both Between, commenting on a thread where it was just like, so it was JJ. He was just like, oh, like, isn't it just better for people to just grind at Star City events? And it's just like, if you just care about a return on investment, then yeah, that is. That's what you should be doing. If you just care about return on investment, you should just grind Star City events. If you care about elevating your game and being better and trying to go to the next level, like accruing pro tour points, things of that nature, then you have to go to GPs. So it's like, it's great that you have a playground to play at whenever you want for the Star City events, but the ones that matter are like GPs and stuff. And the reason, though, that Star City is helping out is because in Europe, GPs have always been 1,500, 1,700 people because you can have a GP in Hamburg, Germany, or you can have a GP in London. In Paris. They're all close enough. (laughs) And uh, it's four-hour train ride between, you know, and the pu- And the public and transit works, yeah. and yeah. And it's and you, not you expensive. Don't, you don't have to spend, you don't have to pile five guys in a car and all spend $30 to get there. Like, I mean, like. Listening to Nickelback, like we discussed earlier. We, that's not a thing. We didn't this do that. This is how we did, you remind me. There was never any. Nick- sale is a big Nickelback fan. That's, <laughs> yep, no, that's, that's exactly it. That's that's what I like to do. Quote, quote. Is listen to Nickelback. That's that's me. On Jim Jam. That's that's who I do. Um, so we've been going for a while. Are we, are we ready to wrap it up? Do, do you feel like we've discussed we standard? Do I feel like we've discussed standard? I don't know. I mean, like I, I we gave you enough to like. We've given you guys enough cut, to chew cut on. And stitch, cut and enough stitch to, together. Enough to chew on. Enough to, enough to podcast. figure out how we feel about the format. We had some foreplay. That's about a. As far as you got. <laughs> well, my feelings on it. More well, Hellriders kind of every day. More Hellriders everywhere. Every All Hellriders. I looked. I, that guy's like a fourteen dollar sold out card now. Are you serious? Yeah. I, I, I bought a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah. $19. So I mean, good good investment there. I think. Uh, I need to give it. Yeah, well, you, well, right yeah. Now. You need to flip them immediately because <laughs> gate crash gate crash stuff is about to start coming out. Mm-hmm. And they remember when Strong Kirk Noble was a, a ten dollars white red, green red. Oh, it's gonna be strong. I remember that when Strong Kirk Noble was a ten dollars rare, and now I think Cacklers are worth more than Strong Kirk Noble. Yeah. True. That's pr- yeah, maybe. I mean, like, yeah. No, I, I was going to go into depth about the black-red vampire lord deck that we played against at Baltimore. 
was that I don't know who played against that one, but it was like somebody somebody was like three and zero with that guy. It's like all your vampires get intimidate. And plus oh, yeah. one, plus one. And, yeah. No, it gives a plus uh, first, plus, strike. Plus, plus, first, one first strike. First strike? Okay, great. And that guy. Was that, was also, my, that was my opponent. Oh, was he also, swing. Was he also was that, playing? Okay, uh, yeah. And they, they just got completely Was he also role. playing Nocturnus? No, just saying, no, Nocturnus? Man. Nocturnus is legal, right? When the price of Strom Kirk Nobles goes down far enough, anybody can play it. Anybody. So, you just think about that. Next time you go to a tournament. That's your, uh, that's your big standard here from DC. They might have Strom Kirk Noble. Buy low. When you're looking, when you're looking at your opening hand, you guys just gotta think, like, shit, they might have a Strom Kirk Noble. I still feel really bad for Kibler. Ah! His infinite. David Rainer still has time to shine. Maybe, maybe. We're, we're hoping Kibler, we're hoping. Uh, The new set in Gruel is gonna break him. With, with, uh, Bird of Paradise out of the format, I think it's. It's just over. It's Without, done, Kibler. Yeah, not being able to turn to that guy. It's over, buddy. All right, that's going to do it. Uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap up uh, episode number 72 of the Scribbland Podcast. Any final thoughts, Chris Casby? Magic cards? You good? Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Okay. Charles League? My final thoughts? How you feeling? Uh, I am not excited for the next PTQ season. Modern? Yes. I'm not excited for it. Well, I mean, you're not going to get access to all those sweet cards I'm until gonna June. Play. I'm exactly. going to play. So exactly. it's, it's, a little, it's a little miss time. Exactly Wizards, here. if you're listening to this at all, please, last minute change, switch modern until the after the modern masters. That would be the best thing you could do for the And then what's the format in the meantime, standard? Oh, I, I, if you It's sealed deck right sealed, now, right? So. No, I mean, it's, it's, no, it's sealed deck right now. Just sealed all the time? All the time. Just all sealed all the time. We should just do extended. Just don't even worry about it. Oh, there's one more season. Still do extended. extended. Uh, you can still do extended. We can still, yeah. Well, it's still there. You can say they it. haven't been updating the band list, so yeah. But Jason, uh, as long as Jason's still on there, <laughs> what do they care? <laughs> All right. Well, the only thanks. reason I've ever wanted to play Legacy is just like a shoot my game. All right, guys. Well, thanks a bunch. Uh, we're here at the Mars Bar. Signing off. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Real quick. Oh, yeah, sorry. We got to give our shout-outs. We shout can outs. currently play in Legacy 16 Jaces. That's a lot of Jaces. Ooh. That's a lot of Jaces. Are you counting Jaces Eraser? 20 Jaces. At what point Jace's can we... Jaces Ingenuity. At what point can we make a Jace? Jaces Phantasm. We're Out already up to 20... 28 Jaces. Jaces. We can make the complete Jace, Jace deck. the deck. Jace the deck. You thought Jace was good before... Wait till you have every card as many Jays. I mean, I play I, at States 2010. I played nine Jays. No, no, you can, you can, if you know. dig back into this the Facebook, legacy. you gotta go hard. If you dig back into the Facebook deck list, you'll find that one. That was a real banger. Um, also, we're gonna put we'll we'll put our deck list up. Uh, Chris Casby's most recent blue, white, red, uh, five color chromatic lantern door to nothingness control. And then my uh, green-white aggro deck. I, I guess I'll put up both lists. Why not? Like, you can see the complete terrible binder-pullness that I played at the first one with Attended Knight And then the tweaks. In there. And, and then, then the, the tweaked, like, version. I mean, like, I made the... the good and the bad. I, I made the finals in the last tournament. So, I, and then I lost a black-red aggro that had, like, Knight of Infamy main deck. Because, you know, why not? Because that card is... Um, that card... I mean... It, it was it was a problem for me. Like he beat a green white opponent in the top four, and then he beat me in the finals. And I mean, like, I was really hoping that the other guy could take him out. 
And Did then you ask him if he was going to go to Atlantic City? Oh, no, he's absolutely going. Okay. Like, I, I didn't have to ask him. They were having a at-length discussion right next to me about it during the top four. So, yeah, that was not a discussion I needed to have. I already won my four packs from the prize, prize split, so fantastic. Um... Charles, you got any sweet deck lists you want to give us? No, I have the no. same deck list I've been the last three months. It's actually terrible. All right. Basically, well, take John, take out all of the good cards, and put in Hellriders and Trevor Perfect. Hey, creatures. Adaractos and a key rune to flavor. Borderland Rangers. Oh, Borderland Rangers is amazing. No <laughs> more, no more key runes. You're on the Borderland Rangers. Humans, you can't run that deck without me. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Uh, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, Scrubland Podcast on Facebook, uh, Scrubland Cast on Twitter, um, and then uh, we still check the email. We get we get we get one or two emails a week. We, like people normally send us deck lists, which Casby loves to go into extreme depth on. He'll write you giant paragraphs and paragraphs about your janky F and M list. You guys should send Casby. Uh, you guys should send your modern deck list. Oh yeah, he's gonna be real good at it. Uh, I mean, like, we, loves modern we both check the email at scrublandpodcast at gmail.com also. Basically, if you want to get in contact with us, like, just write Scrubland into whatever search box there is and you'll probably find us. So, that's it. And, uh, you know, wish you well. I guess we'll see you soon? Some point. Ish? Later. Soon, soon. Soon. <laughs> soon.